0: Today, on the Terrible Warriors, Derek the Bard throws together a game in the last second. We had intended to play Mass Effect Paragon Disclosure, however, sometimes life just gets in the way. And so with only 12 hours of preparation, our Game Master gathered together Mike, Tiff, Alex, Justin, and Bree to form... SG 12. Oh, yeah, that's right. Our backup go to game is Stargate. And as our team is put together, they'll have to put their differences aside, learn to trust one another, and step through a wormhole to another planet on the other side of the galaxy to solve a mystery. And what kind of mystery? Well, I can't say much until Derek sets up the exposition. But I am allowed to tell you the name of this episode, The Shield of Mars, and the brave men and women of SG-12, they are your terrible warriors.
1: Greetings, terrible listeners. Yes, it's Thursday, and that means you get to hear me, because it's all about me and the other guys, mostly the other guys. So, we made some promises at the end of the vale Mount game about what we were going to be running. And then, as is a tradition of Thursday Afternoon Games, we weren't able to run it. We wish Connell a speedy recovery. So anyway, we're doing something different. That's right, Mike Dodd is not running this game, because I am. And what am I running today?
2: Stargate Why not? Insert dramatic theme here Uh, I'd
1: actually like to uh, just dedicate this episode to a uh, certain someone who requested that I run Stargate because I made her sit through watching Gods of Egypt Aaron, this one's for you and joining
0: me! Also dedicating to Connell. I mean, for God's sakes, pass that stone, get back to the show. You're going to be fine, and
1: we miss you. We didn't want to talk about the this. I wasn't going to mention it. No, we got batarians
0: uh, uh, to kill Connell. It, it, Hurry up and obvious, heal. It's uh, obvious, Uh I'm afraid we, now of ever involving any of our Toronto people on your Thursday show, because your Thursday show is cursed. And... it is.
1: <laughs> now, but, but seriously, we couldn't have Mass Effect without Connell punching a spaceship, so we're doing Stargate instead. Yeah. And joining me shout out your names at random intervals. Justin! Mike! Nice birdman Dodd! Justin Uh-oh. again.
3: <laughs> Alex.
1: Bri.
0: Justin! Tiffany hey. Bree, I'm here. Hi. Justin! Here we
3: go.
1: <laughs> we'll actually have an established order for the next episode. Probably. Probably by rank.
2: Yeah, Actually, sure. we should probably introduce our new player to the table. He's a long-time listener, and this is your first time ever role-playing, isn't it?
3: Probably. I thought I did something in high school, but if the fact that I don't remember doing it means I probably didn't. Or you're just that that just sounds like a really good time. This is all new. Breaking you in. We're going to launch into the deep end, buddy. We're going to
4: pop your RPG cherry right
0: now. So welcome to the Trial by Fire. We've gathered you all here.
1: I I, I suppose you're wondering why I called you all here today. Discuss the case of me murdering you. Oh, gosh. But no.
5: But seriously,
1: getting down to brass tacks. We did that in
0: Orlandia. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, We are playing a game set in the world of Stargate SG-1. And all of our players will be making up the team of SG-12 which I only found out later on canonically was fully staffed on the show. So we're on so... Team
0: SG red shirt. <laughs> this is awkward. Uh, they haven't even yeah. had time to clean out the lockers. That,
5: that moment when you realize that there's a planned, uh, they've already planned to replace you the moment that they've hired you on. They're already taking <laughs> more people to S G twelve. they're like, Why didn't you guys remove the the call on Craigslist? And they're like, Oh, we just we just forgot about it, guys. No
1: big deal. Why, did, why, do they, that's why do they us, SG tags. Craigslist? You, you, <laughs> you <know? laughs>
4: why do they have name tags and we don't have name tags?
1: The first sign of trouble should have been when Major Barrett started talking about his lucky red shirt. I know he always wears <laughs> his lucky red shirt under his BDUs.
0: No, the first call should have been, why is SGC soliciting on
1: Craigslist? Someone like special know, for inter-government the Craigslist. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> Super villain Craigslist.
4: I'm not Craigslist, man. <laughs> um, Crazy awesome characters on there.
1: But, but to be serious, um... We have actually two sort of uh, three two to three sort of groups coming into this game. The first group is the core is the surviving core of SG12. Um, this game is set in uh, around about seasons 1 to 3. We're going to remain a bit vague. Uh, the only important things that you need to know uh, Earth is a protected planet. Carter's a major. Apophis is still not dead yet. Because Apophis is a ship as we have established it's always in a perpetual state of explosion.
0: And I think that's about it. All right. Oh, and they have a magical gate that can take you anywhere in the galaxy. That's probably important.
1: Oh my God, yes. And we should probably explain the premise of Stargate briefly. For, for those three people in the audience who have never watched the movie or the show, there is a gate built by ancient aliens that connects to other gates all over the galaxy. Um, there are evil ancient Egyptian aliens who pretend to be gods called Gua'uld, there are nominal good guy gray aliens called Asgard who pretend to be the gods of the Norse. Did I ever tell you about my my? The U.S. Uh, military mucks it all up. I ever tell
0: you about my uh, my Jewish friend David who runs a Cedar Gate every year and it's a Stargate themed seder.
1: Oh God, that and sounds wow! Where, where he gets everyone
0: together to remember the times when the Israelites were the slaves of Egypt and then rose up against their masters and buried the Stargate. Oh
4: man, I miss That's James Bader. Yeah. I mean, he's still alive. I just miss him. <laughs>
0: just think. Come back. Come back, Spader.
4: Come back to things, James
0: Spader. Anyways. Um, anyway. Anyway, six minutes in. Let's start a game.
1: Yeah. So I would like to introduce the core of SG-12, starting with their recently promoted commanding officer. That would be me.
2: I am, like I said, Mike Birdman. Dot. I will be playing... Captain Frank Rollins, my concept is I am an adventurous Marine, but I don't take life exactly too seriously. Think of me of, as Hudson from Aliens, just less panicky. It would be a good way to describe myself. I also carry around a giant M249 machine gun, my SAW squad automatic weapon. I've nicknamed Betty. So uh, hopefully I'll introduce you to Betty at
1: some point. I hope not. And your archaeologist on the team.
4: Yes, uh, I am. This is Tiffany, for those of you who know me, because not a lot of you do. I was expecting to play an Asari today, but I'm actually playing a scientist uh, named uh, Jessica Crenshaw. She, she is an under-estimated valley girl, and she's incredibly obsessive-compulsive. So...
2: Oh my God! Oh, <laughs> it's
4: gonna be so much fun, you
1: guys. Um, and um, your XO. Yeah, pretty much your XO. There are only three of you, so
3: more or less the other guy who's a military officer. Your XO, <laughs> take it away, Alex. Okay, so I'm Lieutenant Stevens. Uh, he What's your is... first name? <clears throat> Al, just to make it simple. <laughs> Al. Figured, can't forget my own name. What's your rank? Uh, Lieutenant. Lieutenant. In the, uh, in the Marine Corps intelligence, uh, intelligence officer essentially, Uh, think reconnaissance, uh, as well as uh, scout sniper. Scout sniper, uh, sort of a communications wizard as well. Fantastic. So you're the guy setting up
0: the satellite on the alien world that shouldn't work because there's no satellites on alien worlds. (laughs)
3: <laughs> exactly, I'm the one that plugs in and uses Deus Ex Machina to make things work, and magical words and <laughs> I love it and whatnot. Yes,
0: Technobabble. You're Sergeant Technobabble.
3: Sergeant Technobabble. Well, correct. Y- yes, and he
1: he is a he is a portion of Sergeant Technobabble. Yes. Our new recruit to SG Twelve, however, is your true and proper Corporal Technobabble.
5: <laughs> uh, cor- uh exact yeah, corporal techno babble june jackson or jj signing in um i thought they were sending me to kandahar not uh to your the Iraq War hasn't world. happened yet it's like 1998 or
1: 1999
5: <laughs> i thought they were sending me somewhere like to be so honest Gulf, i was kuwait
1: bosnia I was, what
5: seven in 1998 so <laughs> um i thought they were sending me somewhere else but uh did you know that aliens are real <laughs> no, this is not not, i just fix things i don't <laughs> oh honey I don't, I don't i just just look i just came here to fix anything mechanical her her not thing. look at aliens so
0: you just you just passed all the aptitude tests and they're like you're gonna be going somewhere and uh because you're the best at what you do and you can just get your shit together
5: Pretty much, yeah. And then they sent me here yeah. and everyone was they, like they By the
1: way. You a whole bunch of weird looking technology, didn't tell you where it was from and said, How does this work? What does it do? Oh, she
0: got the men in black test where they didn't <laughs> know yeah. what she was yeah. being
1: tested for. <laughs> and yeah. then
0: she was able to and be and then she, then she was able burned to make off one, one of uh, you were able to fix one of those um, uh, those snake gun weapons and mm. then get it working again. I'm like, that shouldn't have been All possible.
5: Right. That's that's yes. my life now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: In the long term of the series, it would turn out that Corporal JJ has the ancient tech gene.
0: There you go. Oh! Uh. Yeah, later on you're there turning on friggin' thrones and buried chambers.
1: But for now, you're being seconded to the team to make it work because their last doctor, who we will refer to throughout this game and is in fact named
0: dr josh it?
1: hastings
0: <laughs>
1: uh you oh. uh, you
0: rolled a six there on the lottery i see yep uh,
1: we as we slowly eliminated people dur- during the Veilmat game it went from being a d12 to a d6
0: that's okay so you have a now for the remaining members of the lottery you have a one in six chance of being named here on uh, on our campaign so dr hastings was our former doctor in the team
1: Yep, Dr. Hastings, unfortunately, uh, was killed in your latest field mission, where he took a staff blast to the chest.
0: Oh. Well, not that. a fun way to go. Messy. Mm-mm.
1: Cauterized, at least.
3: Mm. <laughs> and pretty quick.
1: Yeah, Painful I mean, that. of all the ways to go, better that way than, you know, a goo cool old hand device or something like that.
3: Yeah, I'd rather Look. not be
1: vaporized.
0: Um. Having Your brain's pulled out of your nose.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's been a few weeks since that point in time. Um, you've had a chance to physically recover. You've gone through all your debriefings. You've done reports. You've gone through all of your mandatory psych appointments. Because they don't really talk about it much on the show. But after that kind of thing, they do tend to sh- uh, shove you in front of the departmental psychiatrist. Because you're part of a secret government program and you're kind of not exactly expendable. <laughs>
5: Even as it's Hold Oh, that's the red
4: shirt that I got.
5: <laughs> Why am I
4: wearing this? It's tradition. You wear the oh, okay. red shirt under your uniform. Fair enough. It's, it's, I'm guessing it's lucky. I'm hoping it's lucky. And just keep your life insurance
0: program up to date. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Always have a designated, you know, beneficiary.
1: <laughs> We're terrible people. Yes, we are. We're terrible warriors. Yes. And SG12, you're called to the briefing room by warriors. General We're here Hammond. We to say, always keep your will up to date.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Now shut up. What I'm was talking. Justin?
4: <laughs> no, shut up. I'm dying.
1: <laughs> you're gonna meet Justin in a moment. Okay. Uh, you're called to the briefing room uh, by General Hammond, <clears throat> and sitting with him is another officer. Justin, introduce yourself. Yeah, I'm, uh,
0: I'm another officer, uh, but I'm in like uh, yeah, like the, the jacket and tie kind of uh, uh, get up right now, not in fatigues, and I'm just sitting there with uh, a notepad out at the table. Uh, I don't make any, I don't say hi to anyone. I'm, uh, I'm just marking things down as each of you enter the room as Hammond is standing there looking perturbed, not annoyed, happy. not happy, but also like that look on his face that his
1: hands are tied. Not happy in that way that only Don Davis could look.
0: There's only a handful of people (laughs) that can tie Hammond's hands. And there's, I mean, he's got a chain of command as well. Besides his wife, (laughs) A.O. And O'Neill on the second Thursday of every month.
1: Whoa. Sorry, that's my head cannon. That's my
0: head (laughs) cannon. That's why he got promoted.
1: SG12, please have a seat. This is Captain Murphy from the DoD. He is here to audit the Stargate program. So what does
2: that mean for me and my team, sir?
1: Well, he's going to be accompanying you along on your next mission and observing how you act in the field, your use of equipment, and then performing an audit of this base before taking his findings back to the DoD. We have um, Justin, what does
2: your character look like
0: uh he looks g-man he looks very kept uh close-cropped hair um press suit uh he looks uh stern um his uh there I mean he has seen uh field service he's not just a punzel pusher he's not an office man uh he's he's got a military background um but he's got that uh if you remember uh the if you if I don't know if you've ever watched um uh, boardwalk Empire, but the 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 Fed, who's always who's who's leading the charge for prohibition, that kind of stern jaw look is kind of what uh, what uh, what um, uh, Captain Murphy has here. And um, uh, just as Hammond finishes his spiel, uh, I speak up and say something long lines like we've have concerns about the vast resources that are being put in to keep this project running. Uh, We're here to find if there are efficiencies and find the waste and cut that out because it's getting more and more difficult for the current administration to justify why so much money cannot be accounted for. Obviously, since out of character, Stargate isn't exactly mentioned in the you know, congressional budget, uh, but, uh, and, and, and there's a, a smokescreen of people that are avoiding to pay their taxes in overseas, and that's why the money's not there, uh, but in reality, it's all going to Stargate. Uh, and so, uh, you know, there's uh, concerns that uh, not all of this might be exactly necessary. So you're here to show me why this is necessary. So I have to take this pencil-necked
2: accountant with me, fighting Gual. Sir, is this really necessary? Like, can this guy not go with SG, I don't know, 4 or something?
1: I'm sorry, Captain. My hands are tied on this one. SG12 was the only team available for this mission. (sighs)
2: This This
4: is lame.
0: Not the field promotion I wanted. This pencil-necked paper pusher, Captain Rollins has been appointed by the president of the United States to oversee the resources of your team. You will follow your orders, as I will follow mine. Unless you don't let's not forget when you're in the field, you're under my command. Unless you don't, of course, respect the will of the American people and the tax dollars that go into paying your salary.
4: I'm just gonna interject and say that Jessica's leaning back in her chair, twirling her hair and watching this with like a glee on her face.
2: Well, if we could bu- if we could spend a little less money on, you know, gold-plated toilets for Air Force One, maybe we could have a little more efficiencies in the field. Because I'm pretty sure the health care budget for senators could be cut back a little bit. You know, efficiencies and all that. I read the papers.
5: <laughs> JJ has completely taken apart a mechanical pencil and is now trying to rebuild it as something else so she doesn't have to look at anyone.
1: <laughs> Captain but- Rollins. Sir. As I said, my hands are tied on this one. As you wish, You work sir. with Captain Murphy in the field, and you will allow him to do his job. Am I understood?
0: Yes, sir. He will follow my orders, though. Captain Murphy? I have no intention of putting your team or any member of this command in any jeopardy. I am an observer, uh, but should things happen to uh, involve... Well, I mean, we have had concerns about your involvement with American foreign policy and making contact with people outside of regular stated procedures, but I mean, I'm not going to put anyone in danger.
2: I don't think the Knox are going to be voting Democrat this year. I don't think you got to worry about that. So, we're good either way. All right, so
1: Captain right, Murphy Joe. is cleared for field work.
2: All right, cool. He can test the water when we get there. All right, so what's our um, mission, Captain? Or General,
1: sorry. The, uh, the video screen slides down, <clears throat> and they, uh, he shows you a location on the star map. This planet is designated P7N345. Uh, we sent a MELP through. The video showed significant construction around the stargate. We sent an aerial drone in. And this is what it found. And you get the view as the drone shoots through the Stargate. You get the crazy silver lights as the drone, drone translates to the Stargate. Comes out the other side uh, and starts uh, banking into the air. There are uh, columns. It looks like the Stargate is built inside the remains of maybe some sort of like Greek or Roman temple. And the drone uh, starts cresting towards a hill. And as it goes over the hill, uh, expanding out from the base of it, uh, there's a river coming down from uh, the hill, cutting through a city. The city, okay, you know the the aerial shots in uh, Gladiator of Rome? Yeah. It looks like that. Oh. It's this expansive um, city of marble. Uh, there are roofs plated in... Uh, like green verdigris covered copper.
0: Yeah, out of it's, character. This is a period in the show when the these kinds of civilizations don't exist because all the Stargate's listed go to gold territory where they don't allow civilization to crop up.
1: So or everything where they at being specific small levels of civilization.
0: Yeah, no, okay. okay.
1: Um, and you can see off in the distance, uh, it looks like there's some kind of like quarry or mine. Uh, dug on the other side of the city. And just as the drone is about to pass over the city's walls, um, there's a shimmering translucent gold dome appears over top of the city. The drone hits it and starts falling backwards. And as it does so, uh, Hammond switches uh, to a different video feed on it, and it shows uh, multi-spectrum analysis, and you can see some kind of energy pulse coming out from a hill in the middle of the city with a building that almost looks like a temple on it huh and then the feed goes out <clears throat> whatever this city is whoever lives there or did live there they appear to have possessed the technology to create a barrier over the entire stru- over the entire structure SG-1, I... Uh, sir, wow, okay. <laughs> <Promotion>. <laughs> SG-1 ever in the show. <laughs> <laughs> SG-12, I want you to go in, and if you can, find the source of this barrier. What is it? Is it a force field? Is it some kind of weapon? Study it, find out if the city is inhabited, and perform initial reconnaissance. Questions?
3: Yes. Now, I've been sitting in the corner quietly staring at the suit the whole time. And I've turned, watched the screen, and my first question is, is there any sign at all of recent life there?
1: We're not sure. The MELP hasn't detected anything, and the drone was taken out of commission before it could perform any long-term reconnaissance
3: plant overgrowth anything like that
1: around the gate no but that's not unusual we suspect that there're probably if there's a city there are probably people in it but we've also found empty cities before
2: do we recognize Gold the technology? Don't usually does usually allowed like it's walled cities- maybe
1: So I know they've got shields They haven't shown them on this scale Outside of a starship though
0: That's true So Planet with an unburied stargate Easily accessible nearby to a large city Gold don't tend to normally Let those things just crop up
3: And mm. there were no uh, Excessive radiation sig- uh, Signatures No Strange temperature readings It seems Until the shield went up not until the shield went up.
4: Um, out of character, Derek. Would there be any? Um, would there be any sort of language or? You want to make me type? a ch-
1: Do you want to make me a lore check, Tiff?
4: Sure. Actually. First okay, roll the game. The first the yeah, roll. Yeah. So I'm rolling the game.
1: Lore. 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 Lore.
4: Am I rolling them all? Four dice. Okay. So <laughs> big money, big money, I got big money, big some money. of all four. One, and I have three blanks and a plus.
1: Okay, so. so that's five. And I'm going to give you plus two from your specialist stunt in archaeology. Right, okay. So that's a seven. Okay, yes. <clears throat> from what you can see from the melts, um, especially from what the melt got, you're pretty sure it's Roman in construction. Okay. Uh, the style of the pillars, the style of the buildings, uh, they look distinctly Roman. You don't see any inscriptions. Uh, then you look at, um, you take some freeze frames uh, from the drone that could easily be a well-developed Roman city.
4: Huh. Okay. Um. I yeah. I'm gonna tell everyone that now. Then. Okay. So Jessica leans back in from where she was leaning back on her chair, e- enjoying the back and forth that the G-man and uh, the gun nut was having, <laughs> and looks at the looks at the screen, adjusts her glasses, and uh, and says. So, um, from what I can tell, uh, we've definitely got some ridiculously, uh, civilized, like, crazy Roman tech and archaeology. Like, it's it's ridiculous what I'm getting here, but I really think that this is some sort of really advanced Roman-type society. I'm going to need to get in closer so I can actually see if there's any sort of, um, you know, any sort of text that's there, but... I have a strong feeling we're gonna be able to find something really freaking cool.
2: Jess, what's your uh, last name again? Crenshaw. So Crenshaw, um, you said Roman. I'm not exactly book smart with this. Are we talking like, like, like the Gladiator movie, Roman? I'm it, talking that...
4: plints. I'm talking marble, I'm talking, uh, you know, those crazy, adorable little leather skirts that the
2: gladiators wore. Yes. Okay, so Russell Crowe, gotcha. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay then, guys, well at least we have some kind of an idea. Um,
5: um, can I have JJ roll real quick uh, on her alien technology specialist to come up with anything sure. about what we might be looking at here? All right, sure, give me a so roll. I'm Hold on, we're just doing this for the first time. Uh, so oh. I've got... A... <laughs> one so plus, I...
0: two minus, and a blank.
5: Yeah, so sum of all four is negative one, but I have a plus two for my alien technology specialist.
1: So it runs on do. double-A batteries. <laughs> <laughs> it appears to run on some form of electricity. <laughs>
5: Good. This is going well. I'm gonna keep rebuilding this mechanical pencil.
1: <laughs> uh, no, no. I mean, what did you roll in total, Bree? Uh,
5: my total, like sum of all four, was a negative one.
1: Ouch. Oh, okay. So your lore, so you still no, got a four. It, there. Uh,
0: it was a negative one, and she had a plus two on the stat. So yeah. I got oh, to deal yeah, with Yeah, and we're doing a lore zero.
1: check for this. So that's five. So that's so you got a four. So that's actually pretty good. Oh. Okay. Going by the uh by the success ladder, that's actually called great. Huh. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Surprise. Uh, This alien technology, it looks like it's... It looks similar to footage that they've shown you of the shields on a ghoul mothership, but at the same time, they don't have any recorded information of a shield of this size used on a planetary scale, on like a terrestrial scale. Mm -hmm. And obviously, unless they've got a ghoul mothership hidden underneath that hill, which seems unlikely... Well, they do land. Well, they do land, but... They just don't tend to build they, cities over them. They're pretty obvious when they land. They're giant pyramids.
0: Well, that temple right in the center, there's no chance that there could be a mothership under it.
1: it the, uh, the hill it's on top of doesn't look like it's uh, the right size or shape for it. Okay. I
0: mean, unless it had crashed and it was there for long enough for this whole city to be built around it
3: the crash
0: site
3: and the, there doesn't appear to be any major technology that would be out of place other than the shield itself right that's correct so there's there's not like we're not seeing computer terminals or interfaces or anything like that we're not seeing no. digital signage or anything weird inside of this
1: well maybe no. we'll
0: get lucky and no one will be home
1: a land-based mother shield well there's only one way to find out
2: nice, we guys well you have a go. All right, team, go get your kits. Gonna need um, a montage. <laughs>
1: and yep. uh, let's you do all, this. You all show up. You've got your uh, your uniforms on. You got your P90s.
5: You got your red shirts on underneath everything else.
1: <laughs> Pest G12, team red shirt.
2: <laughs> um, I would like everyone on this mission and their kit to be carrying suppressors, though. Let's just say we do run into trouble. I'd rather they not know where we are immediately. So, have silencers just in case. Not that they'll do us much good, because I'm going to presume, Derek, we're playing by real-world suppressor
1: rules. You are rules. playing by... Actually, wait a minute. No, because SG-1 doesn't play by real-world rules on suppressors.
2: Oh, so silencers do movie science. Okay, pew, I like pew, it.
1: Pew, you just spit. <laughs> I just watched an episode yesterday where they had someone use a silence pistol and it went pew pew
2: okay so <laughs> I love movie science um, yes yeah, so everybody has suppressors on their weapons and uh, let's try not to make too much of a ruckus as I miss the man at carrying the gun <laughs> so, that's Betty's <laughs> job when when she talks people listen. all right let's fire up the Stargate let's uh, let's yeah, dial let's into stand. some fun boys and girls.
1: Obligatory Walter up in the command center. Walter being the true hero of this show. <laughs> chief Master Sergeant Walter Harriman, whose sole job is to run the damn gate. He's like <laughs> a no teleporter. Well, he's he's, 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 he's the chief O'Brien every
3: episode. <laughs> he's a transport yeah. chief.
1: Yeah, pretty much. He's O'Brien. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay. Except and if O'Brien also had to deal with the
0: fact that his tra- his transporter might also have incoming nuclear missiles at any other given day. <laughs> Something's coming in through the gate. I don't know what the signature is.
2: <laughs> I'm going to look at uh, Captain Murphy like, so this is your first
0: time through the gate, huh? I've read your files. Push! <laughs> uh, <laughs> were we up on the ramp already? I,
1: I, oh, I yeah. was... You're, you're... You're at the okay, base
3: uh, of the ramp. I mean, you, I uh, could turn to Rollins and go, maybe I should have gone first.
1: Oh,
2: let him. He wants to audit everything. It'll be great. It'll be fun.
4: You really have a terrible problem with authority.
1: He, he a uh, uh, It's mind,
4: too bad. Cause I that a character? I'm trying to actually
0: <laughs> throw on my smile and say, call me Cliff and try and make a rapport with you. But you just push me through a Stargate. So, all right.
2: Yep. Uh, I got uh, you relent to that un, un, or do you unlike, want
0: to actually make No, no, no. I'll let that happen. Whatever. Let's go with it. Unlike June though, I did want to there this I'm not playing into the trope of the guy who's like, "Oh, wow. Oh, clumsy guns. I've never held this before." Um You're capable. Clive or Cliff, if you'd asked him properly. Uh he uh he he, he holds himself. Yeah. Cuz we've already got okay. one scatterbrain on the team. I didn't want to just copy what Bree was doing. So. Hi. <laughs> So, oh God. So, so, hold on. You push me through the Stargate, and does June just go, ah? <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm literally is this your first time? This is her first time through a Stargate,
5: too, right? So she's like, it'll be fun, come on. Suddenly fun. back like 12 feet, being like, um. You guys,
0: that's not cool.
1: <laughs> so you go through the gate, you, you go through the tunnel that really it's kind of old. looks like it's right out of Doctor Who.
0: And sliders.
1: Yes. And sliders. sliders. Yes, indeed. There's only one tunnel. They just kind of don't use it at the same time. <laughs> you know, kids are both done strange. in Vancouver. It was
0: probably the same production house that made the same tunnel effect. Probably.
1: Yeah. And you come up the other side. It is early morning. The sun's just started rising.
5: Can I can I roll to see whether JJ barfs or not? It's her first time. What is dramatically
1: appropriate for her?
5: Oh, she's definitely going to barf. <laughs> That's it. <laughs>
2: everybody pukes their first time Uh, through.
4: Jessica walks over to JJ and pats her on the back and gives her a piece of gum it's okay hon, it happens all the time
5: oh good, I'm looking forward to that
1: (laughs) now, like every planet in Stargate except for like four of them this looks a whole lot like the lower mainland of British Columbia (laughs) 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 Uh, you are in a field uh, the grass is low. There's a wind going through the trees. You can smell um, the river from uh, flowing down the other side of them. Of uh, what actually? Can I use my investigation here, skill? I here? just
0: wanted to know, Derek, how well kept this exact temple around the gate is. Like, has there been traffic roll- from the gate? Uh, I have you, you a, I have a two on that skill uh, and I rolled
1: um, two
0: negatives and two blanks. So is that just a zero?
1: It's a zero. Uh, you're just kind of taking it all in. Holy shit, you're on an alien planet. Okay. <laughs> uh, Tiff, do you want to make a lore check now that you're actually there?
4: Yes, I do. And I noticed that my lore is actually four. Yep, so, I took that into
1: account. Sweet.
4: Okay, so I got two pluses, two blanks. Six,
1: and, eight yeah. fantastic. This could honestly be um, it could be a Roman ruin, except that it's not in ruins. This okay. site is it's not well tended to, but it's certainly Are looks the torches like... lit? Sorry? <laughs> the torches is lit?
0: Is, is the dust? Uh, no, the torches aside? are not lit, but then again, it's also early morning. Okay. okay.
1: There are big brass basins on either side of the Stargate. That look like they could, that have uh, coals in them. The coals have not been lit recently, but they also don't look like they've been left out in the rain.
4: Okay. Interesting.
1: Um, Uh, There is writing on the wall behind the gate. Okay. And...
4: Um, What about, um, are we, is it like a long walk to go outside? Or like, is the outside visible from inside the actual temple? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um. If she were to look like I I don't know if I have to make another role for this, but if she looks up up at the sky, like ha, is there uh, like a certain amount of suns or like uh, moons or any sort of
1: um? You know what? If... Yeah. Let's say that you are actually that the planet you're on isn't actually a planet. Okay. You are on a moon orbiting a gas giant. Could...
4: Okay. That's cool. Okay, good to know. Okay, so the uh, I guess. Jessica is going to go and check out the, um, while everyone's outside, she's going to check out the writing on behind the Stargate to see if she can uh, figure out any sort of, she's going to hoshi it is what I'm saying. She's going to see if she can decipher the language. It's Latin. Okay. Uh, Okay. So guys, I have sort of a big thing to say. Um, This isn't an alien language. This is
2: legit Latin. Oh, good, so I understand, like, two words.
1: But, but it, 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 it's a bit hard to understand, because as it's Latin, it has no punctuation. There's no spaces between words. Mm-hmm.
5: Uh,
1: the user all Vs. Vs, yeah. <laughs> um, and so it takes you a little bit. You know, you take some pictures, you start writing some of it down just to kind of break up the word order. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, essentially, it is an ode to the god Mars.
4: Okay. You
1: know, oh, great Mars who walks into battle, blah, 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 yes. blah, destroyer of his enemies.
4: Mars, the bringer of war. Yep. Yeah.
2: Oh, good. So yeah, this is a this, friendly place.
4: This is great. This is, this just bodes so well for this mission.
5: Um,
2: is okay, there, folks. Is there so any let's presume...
0: Other
1: than the Stargate.
5: Yeah, other than the Stargate, is there anything else kind of in the area that could pass Um, as mechanical? It looks like
1: there's a pounded path. It's not a full road. But there's certainly a track leading from the temple um, up towards the hill slash mountain thing. Let's try and keep a low profile and let's all go check it out.
0: Okay. Okay. On our way out of the temple, Dodd, can I take you just a little bit aside like as the rest of the group is walking away? Sure. Well, I have to say very quietly so the other uh, team can't hear. Captain Mm -hmm. Rollins, you assault me again. I'll make sure the SGC doesn't have a budget allocated enough for 11 teams. Oh, you just can't take a joke, can you? Don't worry. I do it because I like you. (laughs) Let's go see some Romans, shall we?
2: All right, let's go see Russell Crowe.
0: I actually wanted to turn that into a mental attack, but I'll let it roll.
1: That's actually...
0: Okay. I wanted to actually provoke with, uh, with that threat of uh, turning down his team,
1: uh, which... Um, you have plus two and provoke.
0: Do it. Then that's a four. Okay. okay. Uh, what do I defend with? You would be provoke. I believe you,
1: you defend with Will?
2: Okay, so that's a plus one. All right, so I'm rolling my dice now. I got three blanks and a plus.
1: Okay, so, so that's two. Uh, defend, yep. yep, you use it against provoke. Um, so you are going to take um, a hit in your second mental stress box, or you can take Ooh. a condition.
0: I'll take a condition. Take it, it's called respect for taxpayers. <laughs>
2: I guess I got to account for these bullets. (laughs) All right, I'll take the condition. Respect for the taxpayers.
0: Okay. We don't have enough PvP interactions on this show, so I'm enjoying enjoying being the shit kicker.
1: What that condition is going to cause, Dodd, is that when you are taking any kind of... um, Reckless action. Mental or social um, action against Justin, you're going to be a minus two.
2: Okay, that's fair. Like, Captain Murphy, I get where you're coming
0: from, and you've got a point. So, uh, I'll be a good boy from here on out. Happy to hear that. Let's go say hi to the Romans.
1: You follow the path. As you start getting towards the forest, the path has uh, large torches uh, it's cleared around the sides and has torches stuck into it at even points on either side and it starts climbing the mountain it goes in a pretty much a straight line uh, the forest is cleared to about 20 feet either side of it and you uh, you go up and when you get to the top of the hill you are actually looking out down at the city the path keeps going down and it starts running parallel to the river. Uh, the river just comes out of the rock face. And as it goes down, there's a bridge over the river and on the other side, the stone bridge, on the other side of the river, it becomes a road. Like an actual like Roman road.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Which With runs that. towards the city. The city has high walls. They're about... So they know how the to do, they,
0: they know how to work their cement out here. Yeah. Like the that, that lost recipe of Roman cement. Can we see into
1: the city? No, you cannot because there are uh, the walls. Oh, they're that high. Uh, yeah. As you're coming down, you can see over top into the city, but you don't get the best view of it. Um, just because there are walls, there are a lot of buildings built up around the, uh, the edges of the walls. Mm-hmm. And do you want to approach the walls?
2: I kind of want us to hang back at the top of the hill, see what we can see from the top, maybe okay. use our binoculars, or actually, uh, Lieutenant Stevens, if you could use the scope on your rifle,
1: kind of yeah, want uh, you to take a look around. Do you want to make a heavy check, Alex? Sure. Okay, rolling.
3: Two pluses and two blanks. That's a six. Uh, yep.
1: Whoa. Awesome. You guys are rolling it way better than they did in Valemount. <laughs> um, yeah. You uh, you take the scope out. There are guard. There's like a guard house beside the gate. And you can see a guy in it. And you swear to God, he looks like a
3: freaking Roman legionnaire. Interesting. Hmm. As in, straight up Roman legionnaire, nothing really changed, uh, altered, different from what um, we've we really, seen in a textbook.
1: Yeah, you don't really know enough about Rome. You're not the team's archaeologist. You can't really make <laughs> out the um, the iconography on his armor or his shield.
4: We're talking but, like full red mohawk helmet and stuff? No,
1: that, that, he's not a centurion. Okay. <laughs> um. He has a helmet.
4: Okay.
1: It's leather with some metal studs in it. Okay. And there's a spear leaning up against the wall. And hes he looks like he's just waiting.
4: Huh. Well, Seems now like we've seen people. Might be some sort of
1: gatekeeper or something. Oh. And as you watch the scope, uh, a door opens behind him. And another legionnaire walks out and passes him a cup of something, and they talk. And you can't make out what they're saying. Okay. Because you're not Hal. Can
4: can they see us from where we are?
1: I'm going to assume that you've crouched in the tree line. Okay. Or we can all be a little bit down wherever
0: we're looking up over, and we've got our scout up just a few feet ahead.
2: And they're not going to notice the glare off of a sniper scope anyway, because they're not going to know what it
0: is. No,
2: this is also
1: rising time. So,
2: they've also never seen a
1: reflection before.
4: Jessica tells everyone, like, that uh, whatever um, knowledge she has about it, the fact that they look exactly how, um, you know, uh, illustrations and uh, fossils and, you know, ancient uh, finds would describe uh, Roman armor and stuff like that. So,
0: so we're not dealing with. uh, like Jaffa staff weapons or anything. They're just full on Roman walking around doing uh, as the Romans do. Yeah.
2: So doc, so Dr. Crenshaw, what should our protocol be? Or if we approach them, should we just say, take us to your leader?
4: I mean, as funny as that would be, I, I don't recommend that. Um, I, if we're assuming that they have, They don't have firepower because they look like they're holding spears. Um, I don't think approaching them would be a bad idea because spears are pretty easy to avoid. But uh, approaching them might freak them the hell out.
2: Actually, I have an idea. Uh, Corporal Jackson, do you have a drone with you, perchance? Of course I do.
1: You guys don't have drones since 1998 <laughs> to 1999. If <laughs> oh, you yes, have- unfold right- my quadcopter okay, right okay. here.
5: But I do have the always making useful things school, even in extreme circumstances.
1: Uh, uh, if it, you always it, have. It tools. That's like a your MacGyver
5: thing. Mechanical pencil that she was. <laughs> <spent>. Why <What laughs> have I made the uh, mechanical unfortunately, pencil? Unfortunately, what is
2: my purpose? Not- <laughs> um, <laughs> would you have a parabolic microphone? Maybe. Like the like that big satellite dish mic thing,
5: Derek. Probably. I don't see. I don't see why not. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. He'll give that to you. Let's dig around. listen into the conversation.
5: Here. Yeah. Yeah. I can. Uh, I can set that up. Do that. Do it up. That's so really will... up to
0: Derek to to allow that to uh, happen, right? Yeah. Because I mean, yeah. ultimately, it's like again, we we are just either gonna approach the gate and say hi, or sneak in in the dead of night and. I don't know, shock and awe? I mean...
3: Well, uh, do you want me to go up ahead since I am the recon? Right. Listen up, you primitive
1: <laughs> screwheads. <laughs> this is my boomstick.
2: Yes. Well, I'm thinking we should let Dr. Crenshaw take point because, well, she can probably speak this Latin language. All I know how to say is Semper Fi. So, the reason.
4: It's a dead language. But, I mean... I I can try, but if they notice that I'm the only one talking, they're going to get suspicious. I, su- I suggest that we let our recon dude do his
1: thing.
0: So, Lieutenant Please.
2: Stevens,
1: everyone take a dead drink dead we have the
0: everyone speaks English
1: trope. <laughs> <laughs> it is Stargate. Everybody remarkably speaks English. They only did everybody, the language thing for like the first two episodes. Everybody speaks chloroform.
4: I mean, if we knew that <laughs> out of character... Then, then we should just go. You just don't it. know it
1: in character. Nobody that's recognizes that's very true. That.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, exactly. No one, no one actually notices that they all got a babble fish put into their ear. Um, well, we'll I, I
4: suggest <laughs> that maybe if 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 uh, if JJ does have a parabolic mic, we should listen and then send um, Alex's character, and uh, like just to kind of survey and see if there's another way around.
3: Did you happen to see, or when I I was looking through the scope, did there happen to be, uh, let's say, extra uniforms sitting around in that uh, guard tower? Okay. Mm -hmm. So scratch blending in.
4: Yeah, that would actually be a good idea.
0: Okay, 10 minutes left in the episode. Make up your minds. What are you guys going to do? I'm I'm not on your team. I'm just here watching, auditing as you're wasting taxpayers' money here. (laughs) So just come up with a plan.
2: Okay, so, well, I guess saying hello probably wouldn't be the worst idea in the world. I mean, we've done it on a hundred worlds before. Universal do you mind,
3: wave? sir, if I we did diverge slightly and I maybe come in and just wait behind a little bit?
2: Yeah, I kind of want you up on the hill with a rifle, if you don't mind.
3: My thoughts, exactly.
2: Which means I'm going
4: to be leading the charge. That's just great. Okay, fine. Let's do it then. All right,
2: <laughs> team, follow Dr. Crenshaw.
1: <laughs> so you walk down the hill, walk up the road, uh, walk down the road towards uh, the gate, and they notice you coming, mm-hmm. and they step out of it because you're weird looking.
0: Yep. Yep. We do sure hear my are. voice. Yeah, we're keeping our weapons, um, like, they're not slung over our backs, but we're not pointing them at anybody.
2: No. Yeah.
0: They're slung, but they're ready to
2: roll. Okay,
3: and, and... and I guess... I stayed where we were but previously, just already perched. It's
0: it's an image that I've seen. I remember a lot in SG-1 was uh, O'Neill walking in. He's got the gun in front of him, but he's got his left hand over the top in like a defensive, like I'm holding the gun down, but I'm still holding the gun. But it's not like a readied action. It's it's at ease, but it's also not holstered, right?
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are they, they close enough
1: to hear us? Oh, yeah, they're already shouting at you. Like, they see you uh, coming. Oh, okay. they, they shout at you. Uh, you In know, Latin? Yeah. Damn. We're going to right. go with Latin for right now. Damn. <laughs> because they're, they're obligatory. I really want Everyone's to take that drink, to, of course, be peppered with Latin. Okay. Uh, good
2: morning, kiss, or something. Oh wait.
4: Okay, go so away. maybe leave this to me, because that's adorable, but it's not going to help.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's after doing big Latin. Orning game. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay, so um, so Crenshaw walks towards them very slowly with hands raised to show that she has no... Well, she has a weapon, but she doesn't have it drawn. so But the three behind her, she's counting on them to not get her killed and introduces herself and the crew. Well, let's help um, you out. Yeah, okay. Uh, all right, so she says it in Latin. She says... Uh, hello. We are travelers who came upon your city and have questions. That's it.
1: Are I'm you just... with the barbarians?
4: No. Uh, who are these barbarians? Where did you come from? Over there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just hooks her thumb behind her. Just, just, just over there. Um,
1: okay. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make a roll to see if they uh, if they can put two and two together.
3: Okay. They're probably not happy with... Do I come know, come like to the God, I literally rolled all blanks. Okay. Oh. If, if, wow. if, uh, tiff, tiff, if you're having
0: a problem, I can roll rapport and step in here as a representative uh... of the government of the United States of America. <laughs> but are you going to be able to speak Latin?
3: No, but you. Americus. <laughs> they also don't care about your money. No, I'll be factors. able
0: to speak, and you can translate for me. You just. That's true. Sit that is back very. Okay, inter- oh, right? so,
4: so so Crenshaw looks
0: behind her and
4: glances at Edgy uh, Man and ask, and kind of like gives
0: him a look that says, "I need help." So I'll just put uh, my hand on your shoulder to sort of like,
1: you know, as, I'm talking through As you start walking her. forward, Justin. Yeah. They they look at each other, and one of them looks like an idea bulb goes off his head. Did you come through the port of Lu uh, the through the Portem Lucem? Did you come through the door of light?
0: Huh. Oh, um, yeah, yes.
1: I roll. I just rolled a three on my rapport. Oh yeah, no. You, they, they look like they've been poleaxed. One of them turns around, runs back to the guardhouse, and starts ringing a bell.
4: Oh, uh, okay. oh <laughs> other bells start to go
1: off.
3: Um. Overwatch. What did you tell them. you in a
2: minute here.
1: And yeah. the, the,
3: the My question guard guard is, at you. do I hit the bell or the guard?
2: Hit the bell. Take
1: it out.
3: Okay. <laughs>
1: take the bell out. Okay. They're, they're not taking aggressive <laughs> action. They're just ringing a you. bell.
0: We're here. Yeah. They're letting yeah. other one know. We've come through the portal of light. Yeah. Okay. Hold off. Hold off. <laughs> just stay ready. <laughs> Trigger happy. How did you even get a command?
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it. Well I wasn't killing him, I was shooting the bell. Okay,
4: so Derek, the one guy's still yeah, there. My report, bro.
1: Oh yeah. No, he's staring at you, mouth mouth open. He he's like trying to put it together. Uh, uh, uh my, my apologies, my lords. I did not know. Uh, 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 please we, we, <laughs> we will summon the uh, we will summon the Senate immediately. Oh oh okay.
0: Well that I, I,
4: I'm I'm okay so. with that. Alright. We can speak to someone
0: actually in charge around here.
1: Okay, and she translates.
0: <laughs> I don't think we're gonna need yeah. a translator anymore.
1: No, no. They they're they're totally speaking English. They were
0: speaking the oh, they were okay speaking then. the local tongue and then they kind of went through a couple other phrases before they settled on English. And then when we reacted to that, they like freaked out because we were speaking this
1: portal of light language. Yes. We were speaking God's language. <laughs> Which is of course okay. English. I'm sorry. There, there, there's a line from a Warren Ellis comic. They're they're in Iceland. Do you speak Icelandic? No, I only speak one language because God was an Englishman.
0: I, I, <laughs> I wanted to roll the the reason I wanted to roll my rapport, uh, Derek, was to de-escalate and sort of calm him down. Just oh no, where, they're
1: they're de-escalated yeah. in that they are not aggressive towards you now. Okay, they so are they don't
0: reverent. think we're we don't think we're they don't think we're cooaled. Basically, they're not freaking out the way. You're, yeah. you're not sure. What, I mean, unless what maybe, to do. maybe 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 they little like bit. us. Maybe they think we're all slug gods. But they're they're not they're not they're not reacting to us as like, oh my god, the evil demigods are back to eat us all. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Well then. Okay. Uh, we got five Let's minutes to go. In. We can just uh, you know they ring the bell. We'll alert the Senate. Come back next week to find out what happens. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Next week, meet the Senate. In yeah. the Senate. A tubute <laughs>
0: <laughs> for the Senate. And in week three, we'll kill Caesar.
1: And in week four, we'll initiate Order sixty-six. say <laughs> 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 that, <God> damn it!
0: <laughs> yes, you too can listen to the terrible warriors as we slowly destroy all of your favorite democratic systems.
1: And as we come full circle back into Star Wars, <laughs> it can never escape you. Uh,
0: Derek, thank you so much for uh, throwing this game. I know this is where it's very last second and it's kind of been, uh, we're, we're paying uh, fast and dirty, but I'm I'm enjoying where this is starting. It, it is feeling like a genuine, like opening act of a Stargate episode. So uh, I, I, I do uh, really appreciate you pulling this together at the last second and uh, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens next.
1: Hey, so this is good. Well, I, I'm Derek Martin, Chasing Muse. I've been your GM for this evening of oh, this, the first episode of uh, Stargate SG-12, uh, The Shield of Mars. And I'm joined with, let's just go by order of rank.
0: I've been Mike the Birdman Dunn as Captain Frank Rollins. And I've been Justin Eacock as Captain Clive Murphy.
3: Uh, Alex as (coughs) Lieutenant Stevens.
4: That sounds right. Uh, Tiffany as uh, Dr. Jessica Crenshaw. Bree
5: as Corporal June Jackson.
1: Apparently, doctors outrank corporals. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, Jessica, you're a you're a you're a civilian doctor.
5: You don't have military to rank.
1: You're right now. He'd be hitting all of us through the internet. Yes, probably.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> people of the Tauri, take care. The terrible
0: warriors. has new episodes every Tuesdays and every Thursdays, Stargate SG-12 will return in two weeks' time. As we discover that not all on this planet is as it seems. On Tuesday, when you return to us, we are continuing our journey through Masks the New Generation. Dimensions are collapsing upon themselves in Halcyon City, and our young heroes are running against the clock to try and save not just their city, but all Halcyon Cities across the multiverse. But not if Dr. Apocalypse has anything to say about it. And next Thursday, Derek, Will, and Wes return to their own creation in the Parliamentary Republic of Valemount. Our freelance monster hunters begin their journey to the gothic steampunk world of their own creation. And alternating with masks on Tuesdays, we're recording it this weekend... Voted by you in a Patreon poll, we're going to play a game called Threadbare. In a broken world, our players will become broken toys. And this is a game where when you take damage, you lose parts of yourself, and you have to find new parts, but be careful, because that arm, or that leg, or that wheel, they still have the statistics and the characteristics of the toy they once belonged to. And as you slowly replace yourself at the end of the game, will you still be you? Threadbare begins in two weeks' time. And for all the updates on all of our new games that are coming out, follow us on Twitter at DiceWarriors. Check out our schedule at TerribleWarriors.com as well as the entire archive of all our campaigns we have ever released available forever for free for you on our adventures page at TerribleWarriors.com And if you like what you are hearing and you want to hear more and you want to be involved and you want to be named as an NPC or an item or a place in our games or you want to sit at this very table and join us on a future podcast episode, consider perhaps patreon.com slash terrible warriors and lending your support to the future of this show today's terrible warriors derek burrow mike dodd tiffany and compton brie poison justin Eacock, and alex and until we meet again thank you for listening and supporting the terrible warriors